Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. What is happening, everybody? Thanks for joining us again today. John Shirky here with my friend, my co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, what have you been up to lately? I, I know we've been a ton of interviews stacked up. We've been talking about doing kind of a solo pod here for a, a little while to kind of regroup, share just some of our thoughts as far as what's going on with us and and kind of the live eyes up and eyes up mindset stuff. And and just like we, we talked about before, kind of take a breath here from interview to interview and and share some of our thoughts. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting because, you know, sports stuff has been back on and been working with teams and just it's a constant challenge to me to to think about the different places and the different contexts that each group we work with is in. And this is one of the things that I, I love about our approach is this idea that it's a partnership and that each, each team has a unique set of circumstances that dictates a, a unique set of skills, a unique set of conversations, um, a unique direction. And, you know, we work with teams that are, competing for a state championship and we work with teams that are at the beginning stages of, of rebuilding programs and and really everywhere in between and what does that look like you know what is what are goals for each individual group and and that has been personally challenging because there are there are different stages in my life where i am competing for championships and then there are different places in my life where I'm rebuilding something from the ground up and, and we get stuck. I, I'm not going to lump everyone else in this with me, but I get stuck in the mindset that everything has to be championship and that nothing can be being rebuilt. Cause that then is an indictment on who I am or that I'm failing or something. And, and so when like live eyes up, eyes up mindset, like this idea is really about, embracing where you are in the moment and then being able to pivot and adjust and all that stuff. And, and that's been the last month for me for sure has been about where am I in this thing? Where, what is, what am I aware about this thing so that I can pick up and grow it where it is rather than thinking that it's farther down the road or that I'm in another context when the context for this thing is unique and specific. Yeah, no, you, you remind me, I, I spoke to a group of realtors a couple of weeks ago and talked a lot about where am I and where do I want to go, right? Yeah. And and you mentioned not everything has to be championship, competing for championships in your life, right? I was actually at their awards, end of the year awards ceremony. So their work stuff, right? That was their championship level. But my challenge to him was like, yeah, this is maybe you do these things really well in your work where else in your life can you apply these things? I, I think the other thing that came up just before we hit record, because we, we both have quite a bit of stuff, whether it's our work relationships or our personal relationships right now, where we have these situations where people are dealing with unexpected outcomes um, or, or thing, you know, go in with an expectation of this is how things are probably going to go or some version of this. And it's not at all that. And all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, 
what are we supposed to do now? Um, I'm thinking about, so my, I don't know, we haven't even talked about this, but my niece's basketball team, you know, they're just about to start the playoffs. One of their teammates gets tested positive for COVID. All of a sudden their season is done. She's a senior. She's done. Yeah. You know, and how going from, you know, eight o'clock that morning, they were thinking they had a game to at noon, my season, my career, everything's over. Right. And it's crazy. You know, like that's just over and over. I think that's something that we have as a society, as a whole have been hit with in the last year for sure, where it's become more and more obvious that it's like, Whoa, we expected this thing. And now it's not that. So, well, I think about, so, uh, go back to episode five, I believe Noah Becker was at this national tournament a year ago and he posted uh, a picture on his Snapchat or something where it's like crazy that it's still happening. I know from later. a year ago and just listen to that episode. If you're going through something similar to this, cause he gives an incredible like perspective on how he was a senior, you know, he's going to potentially be a first time all American and just how the mindset piece that he'd been training towards for years had it prepared him for that challenge, that difficult experience. And, and it wasn't without hardship for him. You know, there was a night or two of struggle and, and, but he came to a place of, of great acceptance with it. And, and that's ultimately what I think, you know, is the challenge is this, how do we pivot when those expectations are not met? And that's really, really hard to do because, we aren't taught this stuff. We, you know, I think, you know, as a teacher in high schools, I think all the time when kids tell me, why does no one teach us this? And I'm like, well, maybe they are and you aren't paying attention sometimes, but, but think about that. Also us as adults, we're, we're being given lessons that sometimes we're like, well, I got that. I'm good. And then the moment for pivot happens. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So let me ask you this, John, as a, as a question, what happens, and you might not have a great answer, but what happens for you when you are, when your expectations go sideways? Well, I I think I revert back to, like you said, we go back to what we have done in the past or what we have learned, right? Maybe not what we've been taught, but what we have learned. And, you know, for me, I get, I get anxious, right? I get anxious, I get defensive and I get my mind is unclear because I have all sorts of thoughts about, and I think this goes back to, you know, something we haven't talked about necessarily on the pod, but we talk about with teams is kind of that monkey brain versus the professor brain, the monkey brain part of my existence then goes into how do I protect myself, my ego, right? Like what, what is this thing right now? The fight or flight sort of situation instead of switching into that professor brain that's the logical part where it's like okay hold on let's just look at what actually is happening and and make a plan from here you know it's not life and death things are probably going to be okay right we were just talking about a situation before we hit record here and and i was telling you like i was fired up about some frustrations that i have right now and and in the end you know just being able to talk through it I was able to say, you know what? The reality is it's probably going to be okay. But Those I have your to- exact words, actually. You're like, we're, we're going to be all right. And it will be, it'll be fine. 
but I have to get myself to that point, right? What through connecting with you and talking through it to say, it's going to be okay. Right. Um, and, and that was and preparing my next question. Myself. Yeah. And that was my next question in some ways, like how do you get when the, when the monkey brain is flying a thousand miles an hour and I use this analogy, like if you ever been to the zoo and watch some monkeys, they're throwing their feces, they're throwing their poo at you, you know, like at each other because they're like, I mean, it's fun. It's a game to them, but it's like, sometimes that's the way we feel is that stuff is just flying at us and we're, and it's out of control. How do we get that monkey brain under control? I mean, we just talked a little bit about it. Find somebody you trust and go and have a conversation, get back to some logic there. But if that's not readily available and you need to perform in an instant, if you need to pick back up, you know, an hour from now and you don't have that time, what do you do? I, no, I mean, I think it's, I fall back on some routines, you know, develop habits of dealing with situations like this. How, what do you do when you will get into this situation? Right. Um, same talk that I was given with the realtors. I talked about the importance of having, white space in your life where you can reflect, you can dream, you can write, you can, um, I gave the example, Sarah Blakely, who's the inventor of Spanx and incredible entrepreneur tells a story about how she has to, or she doesn't have to, but the time that she has the most productive thinking and processing is on her way on her commute to work. Well, she only lives five minutes from her office, but she spends an entire hour driving around because she knows that is the place where she's able to process and think through and get away from all of the things that are coming at her. Right. Um, and I think that's a big part of it for, for who you guys out there listening, where is it in your life that you have that time? And maybe you don't know right now. I think for me, it's when I'm doing something that occupies my physical body and my brain, obviously, right? So some people, I think that's probably exercise. For me, it's working on houses. Like I can have a podcast in and I'm building a wall and I'm still processing and thinking about an upcoming situation that, or a situation that I'm dealing with right now. And, and that's super helpful to have that time in your life to be able to reflect and process. Absolutely. I think running for me has reinvigorate, reinvigorated that reality it's not just that physical piece like i used to walk and read at the same time um which some people think is kind of crazy there was a a neighbor child that called me the reading man um that walked by and was like hey reading man um anyway but that was a great time for me and there was a lot of times where i wasn't reading where i was just holding my book in my place because i had i'd had a thought and i'm just walking you know i think like ryan holiday uh author of you know ego is the enemy, the obstacle is the way, stillness is the key. These kind of stoic lessons talks about how valuable and how often in history people just would go for walks, like to clear their mind and to find that space. And so I think you're absolutely right. Create that space for yourself. And if you don't know what it is, experiment. I think that's the, to me, that's the thing that I'm learning at 36 that I did not understand at 16, 17, 27, right? Was if I don't know the answer right now, my first attempt probably isn't going to find the answer, right? My first, oh, I, I'm going to do this to fix it. It's probably not the answer. And then I feel like a failure because I haven't found the answer. And then I just spiral, right? And I wouldn't even try something else because I tried once and I failed. And, and I think in some ways, 
that was the birthplace of a, a mindset sort of conversation for me. It's like my mindset was fixed in such a way that was like, if I try something once and it fails, I can't try it again because I am a failure. Hmm. When in reality, it's if I keep persisting, if I try something again, I may find the way forward for me. And that's that context piece, you know, that, that we go back to, it might not be the same around, you know, if you're trying to solve a problem on your house, if you're renovating your house, if you're trying to solve a problem there, it might not be that you have to go and work on another part of your house because it's too close. So you got to go and find a different context where you get that white space. I think that's such good advice. No, and I, I, it's something that I'm still learning to do also, you know, and I think you said like, try it. It, it, It's like foods, right? If we don't ever try new foods, how will we ever know if we like it? And I think that's true. One of the things that has been challenging for me, I heard that a few years ago. I don't, I think it was probably Gary V or something like that. You know, he was talking about finding your passion or finding your job that you want to do it for life. And he's like, taste things, go try things. If you don't like it, then try something else, right? Um, until you find what it is that tastes good and then and then go down that road. Same thing with with finding this space and what works in terms of being able to process and reflect. And then the real value in that then is that you get to then, like you said, pivot, right? We get to then adjust the course if we need to based on that ability to take that time to just spend time with our thoughts and allow that process to happen. I, th- I think what you said about just taste it and try it is so interesting because think about our, f- our taste preferences with food. Like my wife and I recently went to, to Dairy Queen and bought a box of dilly bars, right? A box of butterscotch dilly bars. This was the greatest. Yeah. This is the greatest idea ever. Cause I love the butterscotch dilly bars. I know that you're a little bit incredulous about the butterscotch because there are other options that are also great when it comes to dilly bars. But let me just be honest the butterscotch are the best. Anyway, <laughs> so we buy a box of butterscotch chili bars and after, cause it's a box of six after having six of them in the house for, you know, it probably took us three weeks to eat them all. Some, some I'm people just, listening are going to be like, you had six and it took you three weeks. Yeah, that's What's true. And What's it was three, one a week, more or less. It um, must not be that good. Weird. That's what I'm saying though. Here's the deal they are good and we're excited about having them. And every once in a while, it sounds great, but most of the time it's not yeah. what I'm looking for. Right. Or three bites of it is enough. And what is true is that our passion, our place of interest, our way to get through something often changes. It often changes without notice or like knowledge of it. And you know, it might be at times, like for me, playing the guitar is incredibly challenging and engaging and invigorating. And like my brain hurts when I'm done because I've been excited about the things that I've learned. And at other times, playing guitar is a complete escape. It's just relaxed nothingness. And it doesn't serve the same purpose all the time, the same way that the butterscotch chili bar doesn't always sound good. Right? It might be good once a week. And so we feel that way about food and we, we allow ourselves to feel that way about food. But when it comes to something in our personal lives, 
about growing ourselves and getting better. We, we don't allow ourselves to be like, this thing fits today and it doesn't fit tomorrow. And I think that's incredibly challenging because it's already hard enough, right? To check in with yourself. But then when the message is different, because your expectations are, and right, this gets us back to the expectations piece. My expectations are that this is going to work and it's going to feel good and it's going to fix it. But then it doesn't. And you're like, is something wrong with me? I know I feel that way. Mm. I feel like, well, man, maybe all I need to do is talk to John through this. And then we get done having a conversation and I'm, I feel better, but it's not fixed. And I'm like, what happened? What's wrong? Is it something I did? And that is, that is the challenge in all of this. Get better, improve ourselves, stuff, mm. because not everything works all the time. Well, I'm going to, so one other example or one other perspective is when we have to, when we're forced to learn, right? When we not necessarily choosing to engage in tasting the new dilly bar flavor or the new vegetable or the new job or whatever it is, but when we are now forced to, right? How can that change our perspective and, and our opportunity to grow? And we might not know that it's even happening, right? This happens to me a lot where I, find myself in situations doing activities that it's like, man, I don't really want to do this. But most of that is because I'm anxious. I don't know what to expect and I've never done it before. And then once I do it a few times, right. I realize that there is an incredible value. I just told a story on our Facebook group a few weeks ago about my dog and the, and the dog door, right. She's deathly afraid of dog or doors in general. I think when she was a puppy, she got hit by a door once and since then, right, just like all of us, when we have one experience with something, that shapes how we experience that moving forward. And so she's always standing, looking at the door, making sure it's not shutting on her. Well, I just installed the dog door for her. She's never had one because it's hard for her because now she's got to go through the door and this thing hits her and it takes her back to that experience. And she doesn't want to do it. But once I forced her to do it a few times, just like us in our lives, we are forced by our circumstances or our situations or our relationships or whatever it is to go through these things. We become more comfortable. Now she goes out and cause she's like, man, this is awesome. I get to go out anytime I want to, I just get to lay in the grass or the snow whenever I want. And I don't have to wait for you to open the door. This is incredible, yeah. but she had to be forced to do it. And sometimes I think that's true of us too. We're not able to try those new things. Sometimes it takes a, a force causing us, pushing us in that direction. And again, I'm talking about my dog, but, and foods and all these things, but like, how does that apply to our jobs and our relationships? Sometimes I think there are times where we don't get to choose necessarily. It's not the thing that we absolutely want to do, but how can we learn from this situation and, and grow through it? Well, and I think about, Right now in Minnesota, just with the, the nature of the, the winter sports season, yeah. there are some teams experiencing some things that were not within their frame of expectation. Totally. Maybe taking a loss and their, their season is over. Mm -hmm. And now, how do you respond? Yeah. How do you respond? Because that circumstance has been forced upon you. How do you then respond? And some, you know, like you talked about your niece, it's her senior year. I don't get to do this again. Well, what does this teach you, 
right? I, I, you know, we were working with a team that had a situation where, you know, the season was kind of teetering, was, was uncertain. And they found out, hey, the thing that could have happened didn't happen. Now what do we do, right? Now we have a new lease on this thing. What do we choose to do now? And it, and it helps to refocus us sometimes. Oh, it was, a, it was a nearly lost thing. Let's get back on track and let's do the thing. We have these moments all the time. We only get so many opportunities to do some things in life. And if we don't take that opportunity, if we don't grow in this moment, if we just complain or are frustrated, like we don't learn, we don't get better. And the next time we experience it, we look at that door with caution again, you know, and to me, that's, that's eyes up, man. That's, that's mm-hmm. the thing that we talk about all the time. And I think, you know, uh, Ryan Leaf just on the podcast, like I have to try and do this because I'm going to be a better dad because of it. I'm going to be a better somebody else because I'm going to be a better employee. I'm going to be, and it's like, yeah, I, I'm going to go through these things and they're going to be challenging and it's going to suck sometimes. But, but what do I get on the other side of it? I get to go and lay in the grass whenever I want to. Freedom. Absolutely. Freedom. Absolutely. I think that's good stuff, Jamie. I, I, you know, it's hard to capture sometimes our, our thoughts and our conversations. And, and I, I know that there's somebody out there listening that's saying, Hey, this is, this is where I'm at right now. I think the, the thing that has come up also in the last few weeks uh, specifically, but also, uh, you know, throughout the entirety of eyes up mindset is don't try to go it alone. Right. Like you need to have people in your life there to say, Hey, try that thing. Take some time, reflect, reset. Okay, here we go. Right. If you try to do it alone, you know, we get caught in this cycle cycle of, of just thoughts that, you know, and, and emotions that we might not be able to get out of. And then all of a sudden we wake up and it's a month, six months, two years later, and we don't even really know where we're at. And we've chosen something else, right? We've, we've made a different choice. We've chosen an escape of some sort and, yeah, and, um, and that becomes habit too. That becomes something powerful that holds us and ties us there. And it, it's a, ultimately it's about taking risk, right? If you don't have that person in your life that we're talking about, like it's going to take some risk to create those relationships. It's going to take some risk to try something new. It's going to take some risk to experiment and fail. All the things that we've talked about here, like you have to put yourself on the line. Like it's a choice. And I fail at it all the time, all the time. But I know that failure is not an ending. It's an opportunity to learn and grow. And, and I am, I'm incredibly grateful that I do have you and other people in my life that remind me that failure is not final. Right. And uh, so. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's, it's been an incredible journey. We couldn't do it without your support as listeners continue to reach out to us. We'd love to interact with you in our Facebook group, which is the eyes up mindset family on Twitter and Instagram or eyes up mindset. Again, we do this because it, it certainly is, is part of who we are and it, 
a lot of times it feels like Jamie, it's you and I having a conversation and we're interviewing people based on what impacts us. But I also know that what impacts us is impacting our listeners and we appreciate you guys and hope you continue to get good juice from this podcast. And if you do, please share it or rate and review wherever you listen. Obviously you're listening right now. So just go write a review and let us know how it's going, what you think, and then share it with somebody that you value because that is the biggest thing for us is, is connecting with people in a meaningful way, having conversations about what it means to live in a different way, to live eyes up and uh, appreciate you, Jamie. I know you, you say it a lot more than I do. And so I, I feel bad sometimes cause I don't reciprocate that all the time, but I do um, really appreciate your friendship and your accountability to me to say, Hey, it's going to be okay. Right. You're going to get through it. You're going to figure it out and it's not the end of the world. So learn from it and grow. Absolutely, man. I, uh, I can't wait to, to get to continue to this process, right. To get to continue to engage with you guys out there listening and uh, to continue to grow through the conversations we get to have. We'll catch you next week. And as always, live eyes up.